Did you miss me? I'm back. Even though the other guy was, you know, more talented and better looking, somehow I'm back in this seat. Greg Rakestraw, along with Bob Stambazzi, it is State Champs Extra Point here for the state of Indiana, presented by Lawrence Technological University. Thank you, Mark Forster, while I was wearing Mickey Mouse ears last week for filling in on the show. I know you missed me, right? I did. You and Goofy and the rest of the family, I sure did well. You know? Well, it is good to see my cousin when I get <laughs> under Orlando. There is no doubt about that. Where were you on Friday night? Friday night, we were at Tippecanoe Valley High School as Southwood went up there to try to win the outright championship for the TRC, which they did, winning 21-7. to But I'm telling you, it was a heavyweight prize fight. It was punch, counterpunch. It was a slobber knocker from kickoff to go and uh, mistakes mistakes and capitalizing on mistakes led Southwood to the victory of 21 to seven. That's three consecutive conference crowns for Southwood, correct? Outright. And the TRC is kind of a blend of one, a two, a three, a schools, correct? They are with Valley being the three, a and, and also Peru and McConaughey. So yeah, they had to beat all those teams to get to the title undefeated. I'm going to see how good my memory is. The names of Trexler and Blair. Did I name the guys correctly from two years ago? You did. Okay. You did. So what is impressive to me about this and, and having grown up, not playing football at a one, a school, but attending a one, a school is you have these great bursts of talent. And then you kind of go back down, you know, the, for the next year or two before it builds back up again. For a 1A school to know they had to kind of, you know, rearrange the deck chairs after two years ago having mm-hmm. a great combination football and basketball run to go 9-0 and in the regular season two years later, that's really impressive. It's been a great mix of having quality uh, uh, players up front on the line. The Hogs have really been good. Then when they had to replace two or three Hogs, they were able to do that. And when you have your key players returning in the backfield, uh, that, that has just made the blend here, transition here. And it's scary, they're young again. So Southwood finishes the regular season as one of three unbeaten teams in Class 1A, Lutheran, South Adams, Southwood, that trio. We're going to talk at least more about two of those teams coming up here in a little bit. Now, as far as my game that I had on Friday night, it was the most fitting ending to the Mick on ISC you could have in that it was a four-way tie for the conference championship at the end of the season. Ben Davis, barring one bad half against Lawrence Central in Week 8, they've been playing the best over the last five weeks, and there are these pivotal moments that happen during the course of any game or a season and then it's up to your team to take the ball and run with it so here's that moment for Ben Davis back in week number five they are uh they are up 17 to 14 or trailing I'm sorry 17 to 14 um and and Ben Davis is kicking uh to try to tie the game on the last player towards the end of regulation kick is blocked by Warren Central in theory the game is over but because it is a live ball, because the ball went backwards, and half of the Warren, okay, all of the Warren Central bench, <laughs> half of the student body comes onto the field. Their oh. officiating crew properly whistles because you potentially are impeding the play to try to track down the loose ball. Uh, you know, a, a sideline penalty, a celebration penalty, whatever you want to phrase it. Ben Davis re kicks, hits the field goal, they win in overtime. Since then, they have beaten both Carmel and then North Central in the game on Friday night. They were up 18-0 at Lawrence Central in week number eight and lost 23-20. If it wasn't for that loss, they'd be the, the, the sole winner of the MIC this year. But instead, North Central, part of a conference championship in football for the first time, Ben Davis, Carmel, and Warren Central all share the MIC. And in a year, Bob, where that league – 
has ever been like this before. There's no great team. There's no bad team. It's fitting that four teams share somehow pieces of the trophy. As you said, for the first time in the history of the conference, yep. this is what happened. But uh, what you got to me, listening to everything you're saying, you got a bunch of good teams sitting right, right there that anybody on any day. And I will say this, Bob, and, and this dates back, you know, we're now only in year number seven of 6A football, but let's let's just expand that back to 5A because those sure, obviously sure. same teams were the power brokers in 5A. I've been now covering high school football um, for on a significant basis for about 22 years. I've never had a year where we go into the top classification and I go, I'm not sure what happens here. <laughs> Maybe we had that in 2013 when Warren Central won. That Warren team went 11-3. and They were 6-3 and in the regular season and literally avenged all three of their losses in the postseason all against McFoes to win a championship. I think the final score was 7-6 that day against Carmel. We may have a situation like that where you're looking at a, a two, a three, a four-loss state champion, maybe even a five-loss state champion wow. uh, could be happening in 6A this year because it could be from outside of the mix for the first time. It could be anybody in 6A. 6A is going to be crazy. Well, you, you know as well as I do, it comes down to adjustments and who can make those adjustments and implement those adjustments on the field. So the two big mix scores, again, Ben Davis beats North Central 23-7. to Carmel beats Lawrence Central 20-7. to But two other games in 6A certainly deserve a mention. And how about Hamilton Southeastern landing the upset? They down Brownsburg 28-25. to Brownsburg now goes to the postseason at 6-3, and but... They've got Avon in two weeks, and that was a season changer right there. Of course, Avon is number one. They were on the table finishing 9-0. But also Cathedral beat Center Grove 14-9. And again, as we transition to 5A, those top four or five teams in 5A, they are really, really good. New Pal, Valpo, uh, Cathedral, Dwinger. I'd probably put Decatur Central right below that mm-hmm. group. I'd put Concraft, who beat 6A Warsaw on Friday night. The top end of 5A is going to be dynamite. i got to ask you, how good, in all honesty, how good is Cathedral? Every week I hear we talk about them, talk about them, levels are playing, who they're playing. How good do you think they really are? I haven't seen them yet. I will see them at some point in time in the postseason. Um, It's it's tough to say just because I still don't think this is maybe as good as their best teams, but their best teams were when they were at the 4A level before you had the success factor. Or maybe the two years they moved up to 5A where they won those titles relatively easily over Laporte and Westfield. This was a Cathedral team that really wasn't overly talked about going into the season. You know, and remember, if a bylaw hadn't changed, they'd be in 4A. And then they would be the definitive (laughs) favorites in 4A, no questions asked. In 5A... They are simply one of four or five really good teams. New Pal is outstanding. Valparaiso is outstanding. The defending champs from 4A last year in Dwinger may be the best team or at least one of the best teams mm-hmm. in what I think is a really good year for the big schools in Fort Wayne. And so let's put it this way. They're good enough where if they likely see New Pal in a regional, that will be an outstanding game. How about I mean, that? I mean, there may be a few people there. All right, so speaking of New Pal, they beat Delta 49-13, mm-hmm. which is about what was expected. We'll talk more about Kyle Ralph coming up a little bit later in the show. Congratulations, Decatur Central. They beat Franklin 41-21 as they wrap up the title in the Mid-State Conference. Elsewhere, Elkhart Central beat New Prairie 31-28, and that is of note. A, this is the last year of Elkhart Central. Right. Central 
Dunshill Memorial merge at the end of the school year, and there'll be one Elkhart High School playing 6A football next year. So for these kids, it's their last run together. And New Prairie was 8-0 and had beaten Penn a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, Coach Radke ranked number one up there in New Prairie. And uh, this is a big upset uh, up north in the uh, – actually central part of the state. And a uh, big upset. It's going to be interesting to see how these teams bounce back and how – Elkhart Central goes forward from this win. Harrison beating Marion 49-42. That is a 5A beating a 4A. But again, what it does is it gives the outright North Central Conference Championship to Lafayette Jeff. But Harrison is a team that won a football sectional for the first time last year in 24 years. The way the tournament was drawn up last year, New Pal was in the northern half of the bracket. Mm-hmm. They played Harrison in the regional. This year, New Pal is in the south, and Harrison – would either feed into Valparais. I think they'd feed into either Valpo or Dwinger. I think it's Dwinger, I think, in the regional. But this is a Harrison team under Terry Peebles. Bill Peebles, the head coach at Cathedral. Terry's the head coach at Harrison. I think the Raiders are set to make a pretty deep tournament run. And the big thing that scares you about playing that team, they put a lot of points on the board. Which is not what they've done the last couple of years. That, that, that's a little, And they, they did that when they lost to Lafayette Jeff. The fact they're able to kind of hang with them offensively caught a lot of our attention. And our ISC group has seen a lot of Lafayette football over the years. They go, okay, bit of a different – they've always played defense well. Haven't put as many points on the board. They're doing that this year, which tells me, again, I think Harrison is in that next tier, say, behind that big four and 5A. A couple of teams I want to mention, at least, that were 5A schools. Congratulations to Bloomington North. Scott Bless and his kids wrap up part of a conference championship in Conference Indiana by them beating Southport in overtime, 34-31. That's a program they had to struggle to keep pace with Bloomington Mm -hmm. South. They beat the Panthers earlier this year. By the way, Chittard all over Bloomington South, 42-7 in a non-conference game on Friday night. Two big ball games right there with North winning in overtime over Southport. Chittard, well, it's Chittard, and here comes tournament time. They're getting ready. You asked me how good Cathedral is, and I go, I- I'm not sure they compare to their best teams. I think this Chittard team might be the best team they put together. Really? And they have won wow. numerous state championships, but uh, – They've had NFL players. I mean, Mike, they got two right now in the National Football League. The Martin brothers, Zach plays for the Cowboys. Nick was in Indianapolis on on Sunday with with the Houston Texans as their starting center. Uh, Ryan Baker in past years has played in the National Football League, but they have some serious talent on this Chatard team. And again, now under Rob Doyle, they've opened up the offense a little bit more. Uh, to me, Chatard goes to the tournament as the heaviest favorite in any class. I think they're that good, and their schedule has been has prepared them that much for a tournament run. That's unbelievable hearing that from you. All right, so in 3A, Lewis Cass, they're not 3A. They're 2A. 2A. But they beat <laughs> West Lafayette, who hammered them a couple of weeks ago, 58-21. And for those who don't know why, they played twice in three weeks. So those two schools are in different divisions right. of their conference. But that conference feeds into a championship game in week number nine. And Lewis Cass, from a 37-point loss, turned it around to beat West Lafayette 49-42. I said a minute ago, it's making the adjustments and then implementing those adjustments. And that's exactly what Cass did in this big championship ballgame. But the thing that I look at, this is a diversified team that, as I said previously, can throw the football can run the football, but one thing they need to really step up is stop the football, and that's going to be interesting coming up. And Cash has no time to celebrate no. against West Lafayette because uh, that other team from their county that's pretty good, yeah. who they beat in week number one, 
They're waiting on him in week number one of the postseason. More on that in a moment. A couple other 3A scores. Again, this is a 4A team beating a 3A team. Ron Colley beats Garen Catholic 49-14. And don't look now, Ron Colley has figured something out. They're starting to pick up some wins. And then they have, honestly, a very open path in the sectional and regional Expect the Rebels to be playing for some time in 4A. Do you attribute that to the schedule they play throughout the season? I attribute to the schedule. I attribute to having good coaching. I attribute to them being a bit of a younger football team this year. But absolutely. And I'll cite an example. Um, so I was the voice of the Rebels from 03 to 06. This actually, this example I'll cite was the year before in 02. They did not win until week six. They didn't lose again. And they won a, <laughs> a, a they beat uh, Dwinger, I believe, for the 4A uh, 2002 state championship. They had to beat East Central in overtime at their place to get to that state championship game. They literally started 0-4, had a game canceled because of a storm in week five, didn't win until week six, and just kept on winning. Maybe that happens this year. I, I think once they get to the semi-state round, I think the level of competition picks up for them. But the draw is somewhat favorable for the Rebels to have a deep run. Other game in 3A, Gibson Southern 22, Southridge 21. Both those teams got to play catch-up to get to Heritage Hills. They're all in section number 32. Quickly in Class 2A, congratulations, Josh Edwards and the Eastern Comets. They wrap up the Hoosier uh, Heartland Conference Championship, blanking Clinton Prairie 34-0. Eastern undefeated regular season for the first time in 45 years. Uh, just unbelievable, the football they played. But if you think back, it would past five, six, seven years, this program has been on a, uh, a steady rise. Yep. And the athletes have really bought in. And coming from a basketball school that Eastern's been known for, the Comets, now becoming a good football school, uh, this doesn't totally surprise me. And by the way, Central Catholic, we've got one 1A school I want to mention before we go to our, our first break, beats Western, a 4A school. Yeah. So again, that's one of the smaller programs in that league against the largest program in that league, 21-20. All of a sudden, CC is 6-3. and three. And remember, Pioneer is not in their sectional no. this year, which has been the stopping point the last three years. So CC, not surprisingly, <laughs> may be having a deep postseason run as well. There you go, the end of the high school football regular season. When we come back, a quick look at the big matchups taking place across the state in week number one of the postseason, especially for the guys in 4A on down. Back in just a moment at State Champs Indiana Extra Point, presented by Lawrence Technological University. I've always been really good at math and science, and I knew I wanted to work in healthcare, but not as a doctor. So I chose Lawrence Tech's biomedical engineering program. I've pushed myself to take internships like this one at a hospital in an orthopedic research lab. Thanks to Lawrence Tech's unique, hands-on style of education, I'm graduating with a published research paper and a job. Lawrence Tech, where Blue Devils dare. Welcome back to State Champs Indiana Extra Point, presented by Lawrence Technological University. Alongside the Baz, Bob Stambazzi, I'm Greg Rakestraw. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks to Mitch Early and Chris Landers behind the scenes. And thanks to our friends at the ISC Sports Network, where we film this program every Monday. It debuts every Wednesday at 5 through the various social media channels of State Champs Indiana. Now, on to the postseason but 60 of the largest, hang on a second, 62 of the largest 66, <laughs> there we go, enrollments in the state of Indiana 
have this weekend off. Nobody plays in 6A. Only four of the teams in 5A play. There are 32 teams in 6A. There are 34 teams in 5A. So a couple of, of, of games before everybody gets going. And basically every sectional, 1A through 6A, will have four teams remaining as of next Friday, November the 1st. So we will get to a 5A game at the back end of the show. Let's go straight to 4A. And how about Delta? You go from New Pal <laughs> to Mississinawa for an opener. One of these two teams that's had an outstanding season goes home after week number one. Eight versus nine. Yep. Uh, this is going to be a slobber knocker and a half. It's going to be played on the turf, so we don't care if it rains. Let's just go play football. But two very physical football teams that you're going to see here, Mississinawa really likes to control the tempo of the game. Delta likes to put points on the board. I think this is a great matchup for the playoffs starting out. A game that we will have on the ISC Sports Network, a cross-regional sort of game and an interesting contest in week number one. Silver Creek is 8-1. and one. They are the largest school in the Mid-Southern Conference. They're the only 4A school in that league. They played some really good 2A and 3A competition, but not 4A competition. They're 8-1. and one. Their lone loss was at Brownstown a couple of weeks ago. East Central is 9-0. and oh. But they're kind of in the same boat as Silver Creek. They play a lot of 3A schools. They don't play the toughest of schedules. The only difference here is pedigree. East Central won 4A two years ago, beaten in the regional by Evansville Central last year. Silver Creek for, for years was the largest school in the state that did not play football. They've been playing basically for a decade. And here they are, 8-1. and one. They're playing at 9-0 and East Central. This is a really interesting game. It's a great matchup down south and uh, going to be a big crowd, but not knowing too much about either team. But I do know you can't knock one thing. They both win. Right. The, the, the Silver Creek has kind of built themselves on defense. Mm -hmm. East Central runs the football and runs the football and kill you can't stop it and they'll find another way to run the football on you it's what they do that game is on turf as well down in st leon really interesting game we'll have that for you on the isc sports network to the northern corner of the state we go holbert we'll talk about one of the great traditional powerhouses in indiana high school football they're seven and two they're gonna go play at hammond morton and hammond morton's been sneaky good this year they're eight and one yeah neither team ranked either when i sat there and looked at that and and look at the teams but you know Holbert, the Brickies, tradition, Hammond Morton, a team you haven't really heard about a lot in football lore. So this is going to be an interesting matchup up in the region uh, on Friday night. Let's go to 3A. We, you just heard me say in the last segment, I'm all in on Chittard. Um, their sectional is ridiculously good. You know, you've got West Lafayette, the defending state champs. You've got Garen Catholic, you know, Yorktown 6-3. and three. That's part of that group. Sectional 28 is Murderer's Row. Well, Burbuff might be the second-best team. West Lafayette fans may like to hear that. Burbuff might be the second-best team in that group. Chittard thumped them in week number one. <laughs> Burbuff's only other loss was to Cathedral, and they were competitive in that game in the rain a couple of weeks ago. Chittard at Burbuff. Uh, there, there will be no easy games for Chittard, but I think they're up for the challenge. Yeah, it was a 49-14 win for Chittard, but you know what? It's, it's tournament time. I know it's a cliche, zippity-doo-dah for the records from both teams. Rebuff's going to try to make those adjustments to implement during this game. Take the keys, stay with your goals, and go forward. We've referenced the Mid-Southern Conference already with Silver Creek. Well, the other two best teams in that league, Reed Mays, perennial champs, it seems, in Brownstown Central, they are 9-0 they got to go to Charlestown, who is 7-2, and two, and the Pirates hung with Brownstown a couple of weeks ago. 21-14 was the score when those guys played. In fact, that was earlier in the season back in week number two. Yeah, let's roll the dice, match them up, and here they go. This is going to be a great, great uh, sectional matchup first out. There will not be as good of a game statewide on Friday night as Pioneer at Lewis Cass, the battle for Cass County. 
the two-time defending 1A state champs. Again, life has been good to Pioneer after Jack Kaiser's departure. Pioneer lost the opener, I think, by four. They have not lost since. Lewis Cass coming off a massive win against West Lafayette. Now my only question is, how do you get the kids' minds right knowing, hey, the next game could end your season? Yeah, how do you get a ticket to the game? But you're sitting here, eight and one, both teams, a big win for Cass, first time out. Uh, more diversified now are the Pioneer uh, football Panthers uh, out of Royal Center. They're going to come at you both throwing and running. Back when they had Jack, whatever Jack wanted to do, they did. And you got also a Cass team that's always been known for running. Well, guess what? They can run, gun, and giggle too, and they'll get it out all over the place. There's not going to be anybody in Royal Center. Galveston or Walton. Walton. Uh, Everybody's gone. Ghost towns. They will all be at Lewis Cass High School on Friday night. We referenced Eastern last segment 9-0. They do not have an easy opener. They are at home, but they're playing a lapel team that is 6-3 and three and knocked off a good Eastern Hancock team uh, on Friday night. Well, we've talked about lapel. This is a program, once again, known for basketball. Uh, has that new school out there, and to me, it's brought a new attitude for football, and they really have, have built it up. All right, Southwood is at Cherubusco. So, again, Southwood beat a good team on Friday night. They get a ranked team this Friday night. Uh, this is going to be a, an interesting matchup. Uh, when Cherubusco lost to Eastside early in the year, they keyed on Hulks. They got him stopped. Well, no doubt about it, that's exactly what Southwood's going to do. They're going to try and stop this 1,500-yard uh, uh, season runner uh, for Cherubusco. Southwood, a lot of team speed on both sides of the football Far's doing a great job of quarterback. They got to multiple different running backs. They get the ball spread out to everybody. This is going to be an interesting matchup, I think, on speed of Southwood versus the physicality of Cherubusco. Number one team in 1A all season long has been Lutheran. They are 8 yeah. No, They have to play at Sheridan. It's a good Sheridan team, but it's not your typical Sheridan defense. I think they won against Carroll of Flora 64-56. to On Friday night, Lutheran put up 63 against Traders Point on Friday night. Again, uh, rarely is Bud Wright the underdog in the postseason. I think that's the case with Dave Pash's team. You know, to me, it just may be too much physical play of, of Lutheran with Sheridan, but it is Bud Wright, right. and he will have these Blackhawks ready to play football. He's figured out a way to do this about 425 <laughs> times uh, at, at this point in his career. He's going, he'll, he'll be ready. Again, I just don't know if they have the answer for Lutheran. And finally, Milan, who's been in 2A the last several years, now in 1A, they take on Knightstown 7-2 at 6-3. North Decatur, best team in that section, but the Milan Indians have a good squad. So there you go, a look around the best matchups, especially in 1A through 4A, because again, it's those schools that take center stage this week, then everybody from 5A and 6A begins their postseason run next week. There's a look around what will happen in either week 10 or week one of the second season, depending on how you phrase it. Now for a look at recruiting. We'll turn it over to Alan True from 24-7 Sports. This is Alan True from 24-7 Sports with this week's State Champs Recruit Report. Indianapolis Cathedral senior safety Shiloh Means has made his college decision. He committed to the University of Pennsylvania over several offers from the Mid-American Conference as well as some service academies. But the opportunity to play for an outstanding academic institution was something Means could not pass up. And in him, the Quakers get an outstanding athlete. He was one of the best testers in the entire country at the opening regionals this summer, included a 395 shuttle at 5'11", 194 pounds. So he's going to bring some serious size and speed to their defensive backfield. 
sticking at Cathedral, senior quarterback Oren Edwards has had a really strong season, and the six foot 170 pound dual threat quarterback has now picked up an opportunity from Louisville as a preferred walk on. However, given the season that he's had, it is possible other schools will jump in with full scholarship offers, but for now, he has that opportunity from Louisville. And then finally, one of the state's top young prospects is Westfield defensive end Popeye Williams, a six foot two, 210 pound prospect who visited Cincinnati over the weekend and picked up an offer from the Bearcats. That is now his third offer as Cincinnati joins Toledo and Bowling Green, but he's hearing from a number of Power 5 schools, so the process is just beginning for Mr. Williams. For this week's State Champs Recruit Report, I'm Alan True. I've always been really good at math and science, and I knew I wanted to work in healthcare, but not as a doctor. So I chose Lawrence Tech's biomedical engineering program. I've pushed myself to take internships like this one at a hospital in an orthopedic research lab. Thanks to Lawrence Tech's unique, hands-on style of education, I'm graduating with a published research paper and a job. Lawrence Tech, where Blue Devils dare. Welcome back into State Champs Indiana Extra Point, presented by Lawrence Technological University. Greg Rakestraw, Bob Stambazzi, as always with you. Time for our spotlight segment. We'll talk about key coaches and key players and great performances this season, or especially in week number nine. And let's start with Jeff Adamson at Eastbrook, his young team after making the 2A state finals last year, but losing to Western Boone, graduated a lot off of that team, lost their first two games. Haven't lost since. They're 7-2. and two. You know, they lose to Marion. They lose to Delta. And we talked about that clear back in week one and week two. Is this a team that's rebuilding? They were so young. Well, No, they were no. playing a 4A schedule. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah. no the, it's Jeff Adamson coaching football and teaching the game of football, and he's got them right where he wants them. 275 wins in 31 years. Congratulations, Coach Adamson. Kyle Ralph, new pal, has just completed uh, a seven-year streak of being 80 three and four they have not lost a regular season game since Kyle Ralph became the head coach and I'm pretty sure they went to running clock in eight of their nine games this season how special is that though when you get a program and you haven't lost a game regular season game in seven years I mean that is phenomenal and it's something that you look down when you're a fifth and sixth grader and say oh by the way we didn't lose either I mean, it's unbelievable. The defending state champs in 5A, they were good in football previously. Never anything like this. They are one of the best teams in the state. We referenced Indianapolis Lutheran putting up 63 points on Traders Point Christian. Marcus McFadden, 152 yards rushing, six touchdowns. Blake White, 17 of 21 for 332 yards. And Jalen Elliott had 104 yards receiving on three catches the Saints have been oh so close to Lucas Oil. I kind of think this is the year they get there for the first time. And they beat a good Traders Point team in, in this football game. So uh, you look at something like this, sharing the ball around, it makes it awful tough on the Kyle, defense. Kyle Lockard of Ron Kyle talk about the Rebels finding their stride. He's a big part of it. School record, 208 yards receiving in the victory. That was set back in 1978. He scored on touchdown passes of 42, 57, and 63 yards from Aiden Leffler. The Rebels have it rolling come postseason time. Great hands, great speed, great athlete. And Gabe Urit from Lewis Cass, 28 carries, 245 yards. As again, one of the biggest turnarounds you've seen, Lewis Cass beating West Lafayette. Urit, 
a real classy athlete out of Cass. And again, of Cass and Pioneer, one really good football team will not see November. That's just the nature of this time of year. Now, there is even more high school sports information, and not just about football, but other great sports as well. When you tune in to watch State Champs Indiana, the flagship program that can be seen on Fox Sports Indiana, it debuts every Sunday. It has multiple replays throughout the course of the week. And for more on this week's show, here's Lauren Plant. Gentlemen, thank you. It's our Halloween show on State Champs. Big question, how scary would the first round of football playoffs be? Because there's always upsets, right? As far as sectionals coverage go, we'll have packages from the Fort Wayne area and the Evansville area. We've also got highlights coming up in 3A in Bishop Chittard and Brubuff Jesuit. Really looking forward to how that one turns out. Could be a lot closer than week one. Now in 2A, how about Pioneer meeting Lewis Cass again? Will they avenge their only loss? That's our main event in down south, Lutheran at Sheridan. That should be a doozy. It's all on State Champs this Sunday at 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on Fox Sports Midwest. I'm on the Blue Devil football team, and that's a great place to be because other colleges wouldn't let me be both a football player and a nursing student. And just because I'm a dog on the field doesn't mean I can't take care of people. And man, do I love people. The small class size at LTU give me awesome access to my nursing professors. Lawrence Tech, where Blue Devils dare. Welcome back for the final time. It is State Champs Indiana Extra Point presented by Lawrence Technological University. Again, Bob Stambazzi, Greg Rakestraw with you. Thank you, Mitch Early and Chris Landis behind the scenes. And remember, this show debuts every Wednesday at 5 on the various social media channels of State Champs Indiana. Plus, gets a couple of replays on the ISC Sports Network on Thursday and Friday leading up to Friday night's big game. The big game for you this Friday will be what? We will be in Turtletown, USA. We'll be at Cherubusco on a 105.9 Vash uh, ball game of the week as Southwood travels up to take on the Cherubusco Golden Eagles. This is going to be a dandy Friday night. Explain to me, Turtletown, USA. They get a turtle. Okay. And it's it's the mascot for the town, and they are just call themselves a turtle town, but USA yet, in, in Cherubusco. But yet Cherubusco's nickname is the Golden Eagles. Golden Eagles, but the town, but the town. is known for turtles. Write that Put down. that down, and Green I was Bay, not at, at Disney World last week. Just let everybody know. Churubusco, <laughs> Turtle Town. Okay, oh, yeah. got it. You heard of Title Town? I've been. Okay. I've been to Title Town. Both start with a T. I've not been to Turtle Town. <laughs> I'll add that to my to-do list. So with that, uh, I've been focusing on Mick football throughout the course of the season. Well, there's no Mick games coming up uh, on Friday night, so uh, we expand the pal a little bit and we go to the biggest game from an enrollment standpoint taking place in central Indiana, one of the two biggest games in the state, only two games taking place in 5A. Plainfield and Decatur Central, these are mid-state rivals, and as we have noted, defense has been optional all season long, if not even discouraged, frankly, in conference play. <laughs> when these two teams played earlier this year, Decatur Central beat them 42-38. They've still got Tracy's on the team at Decatur Central, which means they're in pretty good shape. Head coach Kyle Enright versus Brian Woodard's Quakers. Looking forward to that matchup. You can catch that on my MyNDTV23, Comcast 81, as well as the ISC Sports Network coming up on Friday evening. Other big games that state champs will be focusing on. 
Silver Creek and East Central. See that on the ISC Sports Network. Pioneer at Lewis Cass. IHSAA TV has that one. Delta's at Old Miss. Chittard of a buff, that too, on IHSAA TV. It has been a fun regular season, but business picks up this time of year. Can't wait for it. It's time to lock a load and keep going forward. Alongside Bob Stambazzi, Greg Rakestraw, thank you so much for joining us. We'll do it again next week. State Champs Indiana Extra Point, presented by Lawrence Technological University. 